Please spread the word about my shows. I'm an independent creator and I would really appreciate it. I make K-pop guides, as well as I have exclusive interviews with songwriters, journalists, the artists themselves, best new music roundup episodes, artist-specific deep dive episodes, episodes about the history of K-pop, all sorts of content is covered. So to get your fill and support an independent creator, please check out 17 Karat K-pop wherever you get your podcasts, and view an episode guide at howtostand.substack.com. Hello everybody! Welcome back to 17 Karat K-pop. I'm so excited. I love doing this best of the year episode and the song one's always extra fun. So we're going to play a game again, like last year, where I, in a random order, these are not ranked yet. They will be. Subscribe for that when it comes out at 17karatkpop.substack.com. But this unranked list of the 150 to 200-ish best songs of the year in the worlds of J-pop, K-pop, C-pop, etc., I'm going to describe who made my list. And you get to guess who I'm talking about and what song I'm talking about. I'll give you some seconds to consider your guess between each song. This way not only is it way more exciting than just me rattling off a list, but also because this format allows you to keep track of what new music you have to check out now that I recommend. Because if I say the artist and song title first and then describe it and then you're like, hey, that sounds pretty cool. What was it called again? That's just annoying, right? So instead of repeating myself, I'll just describe it. And if it sounds good to you, get your pen ready and I will tell you what I just described. Play however you want. Maybe half point for each artist, you guess. Half point for each song title, you guess. Or however you want to do it. Just a couple clarifications. One is that sometimes the name will come up flipped if you're looking on Spotify or another streaming service in the USA. For example, Hamasaki Ayumi would be spelled Ayumi Hamasaki if you're trying to find her music in Spotify because in Japan they read right to left. Also, I limit myself to two per artist at the most, so no artist is going to be repeated more than twice on the list for the sake of variety. This ranking covers way more than 150 songs. The final ranking will just be 150, though. This is just the semifinals preview for you. Then catch the full ranking by subscribing at 17karatkpop.substack.com. And yes, it'll be a free post. There are even more that might make the cut that I talked about in the Best of November episode, which was super recent, so I won't cover them again now. All right, now let's really get into it. Okay, these two I'm going to put together from two solo members of a group that is one of my all-time favorites and very obvious. Their solos really just were really remarkable showcases of their individual musical images. We started the year with a very fun rock song, and later on continued it with seeing the darker, edgy side of a different member of the band with his own solo. Seventeen members, Woozy with Ruby and June with Limbo. This song was almost not this K-pop boy group's title track. They first considered promoting with Bonnie and Clyde, but eventually chose this song instead. Victin, Stupid O'Clock. This song is just freaking a showstopper. Actually, two of his songs on the album in particular. And they're songs from a Japanese artist with music video world building that may involve parallel worlds, supernatural elements. I've raved about his singles and their very compelling videos multiple times before. Nissi, The Ride, and Trippin' with the cool video to go with it. This girl group debut was very interesting in how it is hushed, but also very confident. 
so literally very quiet at times, but still this confident demeanor performed in this very distinct way. Le Seraphim, Fearless. This is, the best way I can describe it is operatic rock. It's quite a showmanship-filled, live orchestra-ready, very anthemic rock, really well done, lots of layers to it, lots of drama. TVXQ, Epitaph. This song has a playful R&B hip-hop sound, kicks off her J-pop album on a very interesting note, very kind of almost sinister piano playing, and so much sass, it's very memorable. Kumikoda, Bow Wow. I would also say a standout from that album, Anemone, a perfect pop ballad. This Latin pop collaboration with a male and female artist really happened naturally when the female artist just came to his company studio and they put this together. Just one of many interesting collaborations he's done this year and one of the many videos he's given to a track on his new albums. Kane Daniel featuring Jesse, Don't Tell. This is a soft synth pivot on the album, but still has that main, just synth acoustic blend that makes the whole EP really stand out. Han Sun Yoon, Moon Driver. This is an adorable song that started off the year on such a cute note, it became kind of a TikTok sensation. It's a very sweet fan song that actually had its official premiere at a fan meeting November 2021. N Polaroid Love. This song is very tongue-in-cheek, very fun and sassy, with interesting references to Winnie the Pooh and bumblebees. Solar Honey This mega girl group from Japan chose a track that starts out so dramatic and cinematic, but suddenly it turns into a more bubblegummy pop bop. It's got quite an interesting array of sounds and movement. It's kind of like two songs in one. Nogi Zaka 46, aka NGK 46, with Actually. This song perfectly mixes old and new vibes from them, and it's got lyrics about walking through the fire but not dying, and also other puns related to the mythical creature the song is about, and looking fly, pun intended. Icon, Dragon. This song is simply so fun. It is not quite a cappella, but it almost has that kind of vibe at points. And it's a little like Bohemian Rhapsody at points with some of the lyrics. It's just very, very quirky and funny and noisy in the best way. Pentagon, the game. I also put one shot on here. This super powerful, impressive ballad from a band member's solo work really just struck me. Really powerful voice, really perfect for a ballad, and he really solidified that thought for me by performing this live on tour, at least at the Chicago venue. Kihyun, Rain. I also put Youth on here because it matches his voice really well. It's another great song for him, but in a very different way. But it's just got this very youthful, carefree nature to it that he manages to pull off too. He really showed us the, the musical range he can cover this year. This song is from the band the person I just talked about is from, which is a pretty easy giveaway. Two songs from one of the recent albums really struck me. A title track and then one that one of the members did a solo dance to on tour. Monsta X, Love, and Wildfire.
This song has incredible drama and production, really well done, as is to be expected from her. It's a B-side where she sings about feeling trapped in a negative relationship that's not getting any better, and thinking whatever was special about the relationship has really just frozen over, faded away. Taeyong, Cold as Hell. I also put INVU on here because her voice is so stunning on that. It was a good title track choice. This song has an absolutely stunning instrumental, a stunning dance performance to go with it. It's from a K-pop boy group. It's been part of their tour setlist this year, but not at the beginning, which is odd, but then it sort of has its own beginning anyway. It begins the next chapter of the show, so it still doesn't feel out of place later in the setlist. TXT opening sequence. This title track really just signaled the fierceness to come from this girl group all year round. Just an unapologetic attitude, more confidence than ever, more attitude than ever, and just such fierceness. This song just became such an anthem this year, and I think really put this group just on another level. Rapping's fiercer than ever, their stage presence is sassier than ever. Love it so much. G Idol, Tomboy. I also put change on the list because the vocals are beautiful on it, and it's a nice moment where they're vulnerable, but not in a boring ballad way. They are singing emotional words to an unexpected instrumental, and just singing so wistfully. They channel the mood of the song so perfectly. Job well done. This song, by a female vocalist, is from an album just about her voice. She could sing the phone book and it would sound stunning. And this song is vulnerable in her own, confident, knowing her worth kind of way. Incredible voice, really dramatic, cinematic love story in the lyrics. Talking about embracing her, the bad influence in her life, and enjoying this favorite mistake. Davida, Bonnie and Clyde. This song has just such a unique format. When the voices linger, as instruments pull back, there's a detour mid-verse for some mid-tempo guitar, spaced out drum beats. It's very experimental, but it all comes together at the end of the day. There's also kind of a mic feedback noise at the end, with some drawn-out guitar playing that sort of feels just like intentional chaos. Like it was an eclectic song on purpose, so of course it's going to end with the feedback noise. Like there's some sort of sound that's accidental. A very beautiful mess, sonically. Official Hidge Dandism. Anarchy. See, now the disarray makes sense. This adorable K-pop girl group, who I have interviewed before for the site... Just had this really cute, bouncy, guitar-based bop with a fun music video that referenced E.T. Woo-Ah, Catch the Stars. This iconic Japanese artist, known for his unique style of guitar playing, teamed up with a young female vocalist for her big breakout single. May May, featuring Miyavi, Strangers. I also put Miyavi on here for Dumb, which has an incredible, just headbanger-worthy EDM beat to it. This Japanese group seems to never reach the climax of the song. It's all rising action. One build-up on top of another build-up, and that's fitting given the song title. The Rampage. Top of the top. This song is very spacey, very atmospheric, focuses a lot on compelling you with not much when it comes to lyrics, but a lot when it comes to just very funky, interesting, wavy instrumentals. Daichi Mura, Le Penser, P-E-N-S-E-U-R.
This 70s and 80s rock-inspired comeback was very much long-anticipated from a boy group, a men group now, you could say. And they just came back with a song that's sentimental, but also something new for them. Really well done. Big Bang, Still Life. This artist has a song that I've compared to Rania's sound, like Just Go by Rania, but it is her own thing too. It has a really extensive dramatic intro, nice build-up, and lots of fun details, an evil laugh of sorts, unexpected pauses, some social commentary in there too, but hidden beneath a lot of quirky details. Ayumi Hamasaki, Nonfiction this boy group has a song that's an 11 out of 10, energy-wise, an EDM meets rap song that is so funny in the way it draws out its pre-chorus and then just goes for it in the chorus. JO1, Yolo Konde. Speaking of J-pop boy groups, this one started off their album promo cycle with a pre-release single that was just the perfect choice to get you excited for the full album. Such funky synth and bass layers, and it feels like you're supposed to snap on or something, have some sort of attitude as you listen to it, and it's got some very unexpected, impressive high notes. Be First, Betrayal Game this song became hugely awarded. It also became an anthem at Pride Parades this year. Really awesome. Just really embraced by people who love love. I've loved I've. This girl group member, Solo, had the most odd in the best way music video to go with this single, which used a funny acronym for the title of as well. And the video kind of had a, an instructional video, a tutorial of sorts about how to get a guy. Moonbyo, She's in the Trap, aka CITT. This Japanese girl group recently underwent a makeover with new members. Before that, though, this was a release full of their classic harmonies, percussion, strings, really beautiful, very sing-along-ready, which I'm sure their music will continue to be, a sing-along-ready pick-me-up. Little Glee Monster, Wonderland. This anime rock has a nice message about challenging yourself, just go for it in life, be yourself, that's the ultimate prize kind of a thing. Got a lot of interesting components to it. Guitar riffs, these operatic moments, EDM breakdowns, clapping, whispering at times, it's all over the place in the best way. Egoist Gold this song, from a male soloist, was one of several singles off of his album, with a very fun retro sound, and lyrics about time being still, but it feels like you're on a treadmill, still running. Such a catchy song, with such a weird video that's really fun, but a relatable, emotional message. Suho, Hurdle this is such a fun road trip song, so happy, so chill, just about turning no-no-nos into na-na-nas in life, worthy of smiling over. Novelcore, featuring Ail the Shoda, Happy Tears. These two boy bands, bands who play their own instruments, teamed up for several really good songs this year, but there's one in particular that really caught my attention. Daybreak and Lucy, oh eh. This B-side from a K-pop boy band is very call and response ready, rock, and has some interesting distortion to its sounds as well. A standout B-side for them. Just B, make it new. 
This male soloist had a bunch of great singles this year. This one, this rock pivot for him, might be my favorite. It goes with his very, very, extremely confident image in videos. Does not care for wearing a shirt in his videos. That was a pretty good giveaway. Wanho, crazy. This four-person group always excels with a Moonbatten-inspired sound. They went for that again, and they had another hit on their hands with this single. Card, Ring the Alarm. This song, from a former girl group member, is so cute, with a fun little play on words, so that she got away with saying a version of a swear word in the title. Joe Yuri, Love, Shh, Love, Shh. <laughs> This Japanese artist gave so much camp, catchiness, and a cornucopia of sound all on the single that really ramped up his classic industrial in a way, frenetic in a way, Halloween party spooky vibe. His vibe is always a haunted house meets EDM festival of sorts, gone off the rails. Hard to explain, but really fast paced, really exciting, just an adrenaline boost, very, very zany. Luz, L-U-Z, Carnival. This girl group, one of my all-time favorites, I've done many episodes about by now, had a very sweet song that actually goes back to a book I'll probably talk about in future episodes of the show, and just a bigger philosophy about looking at our place in the world and how actually small it is, seeing the cosmos in a new way. Luna, Pale Blue Dot this song, everyone should be raving about, and has. It's not underrated, that's for sure. It's perfectly rated, it can never be overrated. A dance video people can't stop watching. BTS, Run BTS. This song is just a rookie girl group powerhouse of a debut. Just so, so much fun. If you were at KCON this year, you probably heard it 500 times per day. Huge debut for them, that people have been playing all year. Kepler's Wadada. I also put up on here, which is a house-inspired, super summer-ready bop. I think WJSN fans especially love that. This song, from a band member, but also a male solo artist, gave some NCT Kick It visuals with this comeback, and this title track of his was a trap mixed with rap flow, and was originally called Boom Shakalaka before it was changed. Huda, H-U-T-A, Boom. This C-pop girl group had one of the cutest songs of the year. It gives me a little bit of an old Girls Generation or Wonder Girls retro vibe, but also not. It's really, really cute, really, really catchy. You will not get it out of your head. You've been warned. Just one of the best, cutest C-pop songs all year. Pink Fun, PFF. This boy group really just danced their butts off at KCON this year. They were in the crowd a lot, rocking out to their son and others. And they were really going for a concept, a marching band concept. Okay, that was too easy. That hasn't been around in quite a while, but they really pulled it off well. T01, Drummond. I also put Freeze Tag on here, which was a great sequel to Drummond. This Thai girl group I have raved about all year. They're very creative with their videos, and their songs are so catchy. This catchy pop song with quite a whistle for a hook. For Eve's Boucha. 
This song was just a YouTube release, not given official promo, but it could have and been a hit. It's from one of my favorite artists on the planet, my ultimate bias from one of my ultimate groups, that I spend a lot of time on the show talking about his solo releases that are unofficial. This one is just really compelling with the choreography, the red leather look, just so stunning. Taeon Ghost. This fierce rock and roll girl group continue to just give so much hair, makeup, and outfit inspo as they perform hits like this. This one really started off a year of great jams. Rolling Quartz, Holler. This group I did quite a bit of promo for, so you'll probably guess who this boy band is if you subscribe at 17karatkpop.substack.com. It has a very funny song with lyrics about, like, I don't need to take the high road. Just kind of accidentally funny, I think. Quite an attitude, but also they stay playful and fun. P1 Harmony, Doom to Doom. I also put Black Hole on here. Really great rapping there. Fun background ad-libs, vocables and very, very swoon-worthy vocals in the bridge. This was part of a very good celebratory release after his return from enlistment, and he teamed up with someone with an incredibly distinct, incredibly memorable voice for this B-side. It's kind of alt-R&B and really memorable. Zico and Zior Park, Nocturnal Animals. This very classic... J-pop girl group, historically successful globally, historic in terms of longevity. They've done it again with a new album, and its title track has some dramatic drumming, ominous whispers, but other synths, quite a moody, but not negative, vibe-setting intro for the album. Perfume, Plasma. I also put Flow on here, a real standout single, that has their classic ethereal quality to it. This member is part of a Boybian's unique release schedule, where one member at a time is releasing a solo and a remix of another song. But they're each getting a time to shine solo with accompanying videos that keep a very sweet love story going. KB from Only One Of, Be Free. This song from a male solo artist is a super underrated gem. I talk about his musical sweet spot that he revels in every time. He never misses again and again and again in best of the month episodes of this show. I'm just so impressed with him. I think way more people should be talking about his music. And this song, once again, is just a synth pop jam. From 20, Chemical. This reggaeton-inspired, rap-filled song has so much attitude in a fierce Mad Max-inspired video to go with it. It's from a female artist who claps back at people who say, go back to where you're from. Jackie Y. J-V-C-K-I-W-A-I. Go back. This solo number is part of a series of members releasing solos as part of their company's new project. And his solo, he took in an interesting direction with a lot of just sultry choreography to go with his alluring voice. The notes he hits are just beautiful, very soon worthy, and it's mature subject-wise for him too. 10. Birthday This K-pop boy band went through quite a makeover. They changed their name and released a new song. And this one's their catchiest to date, I think. It's just very, it leaves a stronger impression than ever. And their dancing and formations are better. This is them one-upping themselves, though they do remain underrated. 
DKZ Anhyun. This adorable former girl group member with some of the most memorable super zany music videos that are so fun and colorful has another happy adorable jam and it's not the one you first thought of if you know who this is. It's the second one she released this year and it's just another really really fun bouncy feel good happy happy song. Yena, smartphone. You thought I was gonna say smiley. No I think smartphone is even better. This girl group combines Western and Eastern musical instruments and influences. Hard to categorize additions that make the song stand out. The video also helps the song stand out. It's interesting how a lot of the action in the routine, the dance routine, comes later. So first you have to take time to stop and appreciate the melodic detail. Then they start really getting your eyes attention after your ears have perked up. Name. Say my name. This member of a boy group I have talked about a bajillion times on this show before, he's really making me swoon with this acoustic track. Even though he's not my bias in the group, my bias in the group I already established in this episode. Jaehyun, Forever Only. So romantic. This is a female soloist with a very sultry R&B song, lustful air about it. It's very moody and atmospheric. Yuha, Last Dance. I also put Satellite on here. Really cool, dark, distorted, crashing synths and other electronic details. She really sets a distinct mood with the whole album, really. This song is kind of understated, focused on percussion and a lot of murmuring, but that goes well with the very symbol-filled, compelling music video that didn't need too much of a distraction sonically. Chen Shao, Lonely Beauty. This boy group takes a lot of inspiration from Dante's story, epic poems, although with this title track they also reference the Ferrari number, and the number also refers to a keyword for ILU, I love you. 6. CIX458 I also put Without You on here. It's got a chant-filled chorus, lots of guitars, clapping, synths. It's very distinct but layered, lots of memorable high notes, There's so much going on, and it gives all their voices a lot of time to show how much they deserve to shine. This was actually the most streamed girl group period, no matter what the genre or location. Most streamed girl group on Spotify for 2022, with this very fun 90s pop-inspired comeback. Twice, Talk That Talk. I also put Queen of Hearts on here because it kind of gives me a and I Can't Stop Me era vibe, but with more guitars and catchier high notes. The live version of it is also really impressive. I love all the cutesy eye-catching details in their title tracks, but I also do love the occasional reminder, hey, beneath all the bells and whistles, there's a lot of talent. This comeback single, really quickly iconic right away, although kind of divisive at first. Some fans didn't care for it. It's very distinct. It's hip-hop, but also combines a traditional Korean string instrument. I personally think it gets catchier if you listen to it more and more, pick up on more and more of the detail. It's really well-crafted. Blackpink, Pink Venom. This girl group I did a whole episode about this year because they're very interesting origin story in their music video world building. The universe their music is in is just so intriguing to me. And sonically too, they continue to surprise, this time going for more of a pop punk route. Billy, Ring My Bell.
This J-pop artist really did such a good job with this number. It is so danceable, so feel-good, so catchy, and you just want to tap dance to it. It's just such a theatrical, exciting song that lives up to its title. Novelcore, Imaginative Fantasista. This quite underrated boy group has a B-side that is very suspenseful. It's got this cool, it's got this cool accelerating pre-chorus. Some traditional instruments added to the mix leave a further lasting impression. Luminous Legend. This single is from an enormously underrated artist. It's a perfect fusion of so much. It's rap, it's rock, it's pop, it's EDM. City Noise Copycat. This is one of those songs, it's hard to put into words why it's catchy, but you just know it is. It's a bop. A bop is a bop, and the voices in it are really just so mellifluous. Chan Hyun featuring Dive, but B.U.T. This boy group, who toured the U.S. this year, really knocked it out of the park for me, I think, solidifying their group identity and getting catchier than ever on the very R&B-inspired title track. DKB 24-7 This English release from a K-pop boy band was a great pre-release, and it came out just in time to just be a, a fun song of the summer that is, in the title you can tell, meant for dancing. Cravity Boogie Woogie is so funny and ironic because they sing some very sad woe is you messages in a very chipper voice and they have the funkiest sound effects in their new debut title track tempest bad news this duo i interviewed for my substick and website shameless plug really inspired me I really grew to appreciate them more as artists by the way they talk about music, what it means to them, and the care they feel toward their listeners, their sense of responsibility, their way of finding purpose in music with a message. Color code for no one. Speaking of who I interviewed for my site in Substack, there's a male soloist who had a really cool underrated album this year. I'll even give you the name, Purple Heart. Vizos, aha, very cool synth pop vibe. I'm going to talk about two super 90s inspired songs at once. One is a duo, an iconic duo with such a feel good song that was born for TikTok dance challenges and is like made of human sunshine. The other is a 90s song that comes from a boy band member who released a whole project this year, super steeped in 90s influences and the early aughts vibes. The soloist, Schumann, with Brand New. The duo, Crush and J-Hope, with Rush Hour. This B-side from a boy group touring the U.S. in 2023, again, shows a very new level and type of angst coming from them, and their deep voices pair really well with the rock sound. One Us, Stupid Love. I also put same scent on here, got this sorrowful rumination on past love, memories, but in a nice upbeat way. And the post-chorus is, I would argue, the catchiest part, which is a nice surprise. This male artist released an album that really focuses on his voice and would sound phenomenal live. It's string-filled, it's got a unique flute in it, so much live potential. Bernard Park, Giving Tree. This male solo act really blew me away with his song Burn It All, 
And this one similarly did because he's really a pro at building the drama. And the second round of the chorus does amp up the intensity and fullness compared to the first. Then there's the unexpected, wonderful thrill of the EDM breakdown in the bridge. Did not see that coming. Vincent, We Are Young. This girl group member struck out on her own with a very fun, unexpected hip-hop and R&B well of inspiration that she used for this song, the title track being a very cute sweet ode to a nickname her grandpa gave her. Cheyujun, Sunflower, aka P-E-L, which stands for Power Energy Love. So cute. This song, one that really grew on me, I really stopped to appreciate this B-side more after seeing this boy band perform it live over the summer. So I did rave about this after reviewing the show this past summer. I'm just gonna say it now, it's so good. One of the best B-sides of the year, honestly. Sucker for Your Love by AB6. Also by them, I put Resonance on here because I'm Dehui biased, so I love it. And it's very dance-ready, party-ready. They really had some bops this year. This beautiful send-off before enlistment is about his relationship with the fans, but it also has metaphors that carry even more meanings about his own journey. How he didn't really plan to be a singer, but he became one. He found a new home planet. It's pretty obvious by now. Jin's The Astronaut. This girl group spent a bit of time pursuing solo endeavors before teaming back up for this song with a name that refers to just starting something, and they do start something, with a reggaeton feel, lots of brassy sounds, guitar riffs. Mamamoo Ilela This co-ed group, I talked about this song from them on a quite recent episode for Best of the Month releases as an honorable mention. I give it an honorable mention because the song is awesome. The album was so-so for me, but the single with the video full of all sorts of fun whimsical elements that match the quirkiness of the song, just a standout. Perfect choice for the single. LOL, Magic of a Laugh. This female artist went with a unique vampire sometimes average girl other times concept, and this song really just, she coasts through it. Lee Cheyun, Hush Rush. This boy band member, striking out on his own, had a very fun rock EDM, dark but synthy mixture on this B side. Beko, Festival in My Car. This song sounds pretty cute, but the Korean title actually translates to damned, and the opening line is, I'm in trouble. And flying, I love you. I also put Monster on here, which is the best B-side from their newest comeback. This boy group took inspiration from a Korean folk tale, a very light and fun, young love-focused album, just a very nice, youthful, love-struck concept. Epex, Hymn to Love This male K-pop artist somehow makes a lot of just mmm noises really catchy, with the chorus with not much else to it. But it's set for a good soundtrack to not distract too much from the interesting superhero villain story maybe, I don't know, in the video. Park Jihoon, Nitro This girl group is very punk, very rock, often compared to Dreamcatcher, but I would argue their aesthetic is quite unique. 
and they're very different in ways besides sonically. They have the Squid Game Hide and Seek song play at the beginning of this song, and it's kind of a creepy haunted house slash EDM rave gone wrong vibe. Pink Fantasy, the game. I also put Get Out on here. This female soloist has a very interesting, distinct voice and very, very intense, bloody music videos. One of them is for the song on which she reflects on the dance of stuffed pigs, talks about these wealthy elites dining and wondering what they have to celebrate, and referencing though, am I one to be slaughtered? Am I a tiger or a gazelle? Just gonna be served up on a plate or am I at the table? That kind of metaphor. BB Animal Farm. This female soloist, super fierce, and she clearly was going for a new direction, not like her previous releases at all. She had a synth pop jam earlier, but then pivoted to this song on her EP that has a very vibey, more mature feel, and maybe even more sure of herself, although that synth pop gem was certainly very confident already. Jamie, 3D Woman. This song has interesting movement. It's got a bass synth collision and some whispering, string flourishes. It has an odd tempo to it. The pacing is distinct, so it makes the title kind of ironic. One and only, focus. This band, who play their own instruments that I interviewed for the site, in Substack, released a song that required an enormous amount of effort to pull off because it's got piano, organ, bass, drums, guitar, you name it. The Solutions, The Middle. This song shows off some very pretty vocals before transitioning into bouncier, faster choruses. There's also a nice extended post-chorus of sorts. Lots of build-up and lots of time spent lingering in the pre- and post-chorus. It's got some extra guitar riffs on top, and it's one of his best title tracks to date. Kim Woosok, Switch. This girl group had quite a few playful comebacks, youthful, cutesy, bubblegum stuff, and abruptly went to a more confident, bold, in-your-face sound and style for this video. Suddenly, a planet's on fire, other drama's happening, but it is their best title track to date, even if you're not sure if it fits their image, this pivot. At least the song is super catchy. Weekly, Venpara. This male soloist, who released a Japanese EP this year, released one song in there that is just the best. It's a stomp-worthy, stomp-along-worthy bop, period. You know, Dilemma. This song is by such an iconic trio. Two male artists, one female. It's full of social commentary, and it's definitely a song for fans of Face ID by Epic High. Rad Museum Dean, and Lehigh, offline. This beautiful-voiced female solo act has a very inspiring song singing about, you can get through this, look up at the sky, the light shining there will be your north star, this is not the end, I'll miss you but you'll be okay, I'm very scared. I mean, it is kind of a sad song, actually. I look at it kind of as optimistic and hopeful, though, about better days coming. Yunha, Event Horizon. This Japanese artist is very memorable for his incredibly fast-paced singing. It's kind of talk singing at that point. Words spilling over each other. 
This song, though, you gotta step back and really reflect because the lyrics are really, really poetic about staring at your past self, but the mirror is cracked and how being in awe of everything would be strength. Kenshi Yonzu, M87. This girl group, who recently lost two members, but I'm sure there's more to come from them, they had a very dance floor ready B-side on a new album this year that would have been very cool to see live at KCON, but this was not in their set list. Lightsome, I, just letter I. This song is a very romantic ballad using ocean wave metaphors in referencing dreams. The actual translation from Chinese of the title is Dream Step, and this artist is one from one of my all-time favorite groups that really helped. The Eight, Haichen. This project group brought together a bunch of iconic female stars for a house pop jam that proved they've all still got it. Mama Doll, Wua Hip. This beautiful ballad is a tribute to a mom and the desire to reciprocate the love and care, and it was co-written and co-composed by the singer. Hayes, Mother. This male artist, I previously said, sounds kind of like Blue, B-L-O-O, only more upbeat. He's super likable, and you could tell that in the video too, and this funny song about relationships are exhausting, and you seem to spend a lot of time with my wallet, that kind of a thing. MC Sniper, Love Burnout. This song is such a sonic cornucopia. There is so much packed into this, but also parts where all of that extra stuff is stripped away, and it's more just her voice and the flute, hip-hop moments, then more just dramatic theatrical moments. But it all comes together in an impressive way, and I think that's a testament to her powerhouse voice. Now Ihara, N-A-O-A-I-H-A-R-A, Lighthouse. This rookie group skyrocketed in popularity right away, with two songs in particular really just making a splash. One I find honestly not great. One is So My Style, such an earworm. What's the right answer? The better of these two hit songs from a new girl group. New Jeans, Hype Boy. Attention is not for me, but Hype Boy is it. This song is a B-side from a pretty new girl group that just goes off. It's so good. It's got this cool bass synth mix with percussion. It's very bold, and it's got this fun metaphor about not needing to trap yourself in a bubble, not needing this twisted love story. Lay Seraphim, The Great Mermaid. There are some artists who, honestly, I have not fully officially finalized which of their songs I'm going to put on the list because I limit myself to two per artist. For Dreamcatcher this year, I'm leaning towards just the title tracks, Mason and Vision. Vision's a cool new metal sound for them, and Mason is a very catchy way to deliver a climate change PSA. It's quite clever. But the alt-rock fairy tale is great. Some Love has a Let's Open the Door lyric that to me seems to be a nod to Locked Inside a Door. I also like the detail in Starlight and all their solo songs this year. Gosh, they've been really rocking this year. Here we die. H-I-R-A-I-D-A-I, released an album this year with so many bops. I'm leaning towards putting Takara Mano on there and Hero. I like the ones with quirky animated voices or just artful tweaked auto-tune. 
But I also like the happy keep your head up message of honey, don't you worry, and buddy. Good one is feel good. So I'm still debating what goes on there. Definitely something from his album though. Yoshiki Izaki's album is similarly leaving me kind of distraught over what to pick because it's all just such an EDM rap-fueled banger. Just so fast-paced, so headbang-worthy, so workout-worthy. It's such an adrenaline-boosting album. B and I Love Me and Omoe no Se are probably my top contenders, though. Although Iconic is really good, too. Ugh. I had to pick Polaroid Love from Enhyphen because that song really is just a sensation now. In a special memories, I think All and Jean have some sort of special memory associated with it now. Whether it's singing it with your friends at a concert or playing it in a car or going viral on TikTok for it. It just feels like one of those fan songs that is a beautiful scrapbook moment in time. Polaroid slash scrapbook, pun not really intended, but... So the second option, I'm thinking Blessed Cursed, because it really was a cool way to start off the year. Lots of great lyrics that kept up their whole storytelling about, you know, liar beyond the light, we fade into reality, between the lies, and walk like a lion, make your own history. Seeing past fake blessings, fake awards, it's got this hip-hop meets 70s rock blend. It's so well done. But then again, I love the pop rock pivot on Shout Out. I love, love, love the adorable that feeling when. Pass the mic, Paradox Invasion, even the OST, One in a Billion. I mean, they had a stellar year. Same with Stray Kids. I know I have to put Case 143 because that is just, it's got so much personality. It's classically them using a unique phrase, all their own making. So many good sound effects, ad-libs, so much to it that's so extra fun. But every B-side is a bop too. I actually love Circus, the Japanese release people do not pay enough attention to. Obviously my favorites are making me nervous trying to decide what to pick, like NCT 127. I know I have to pick Black Clouds, because that's really beautiful. Their voices in that are just underrated. But the whole album is just zero skips for me. And my personal favorite to just rock back and forth to that just does what it had to do for me and my sensory issues. So on a very personal level, the best is faster, but just more objectively speaking, probably not that song. So I got to think about it. And obviously, I'm still really struggling with which 17 songs to pick. Hot was actually my most played on Spotify Wrapped this year, and they were one of my most played artists, as always. But anyway, I'm trying to think super objectively what their highest quality songs this year are. Shadow may be up there. March, Don Quixote. Then there's another fave, Millet, one of my ultimate favorite Japanese artists, released one of my favorite albums of the year, Visions, and other EPs too, other singles. Final Call is so stirring. Loved by You is such a beautiful ballad. But One Reason is a beautiful way to end the album with her beautiful, just incredible voice and movie-ready finale. Her album is just everything. I raved about it on my substack for a reason. I'm debating which Woods songs to put here. W-O-O-D-Z. He really went for a cool classic rock vibe this year, and it suits him perfectly. He did go softer with Hope to Be Like You, but the rest of the album has a really great rock sound. I'm probably going to pick I Hate You, the title track, and either Dirt on My Leather or Hijack. I like that Hijack embodies the spirit of rock and roll. It's all about taking risks and being spontaneous. So probably Hijack and I Hate You.
but stay tuned. Totally not sure which Epic High songs to pick. Lyrics in all of them are so profound and have stayed with me all year. Really, I was stirred by Family Portrait with lyrics like, The empty seat is louder than the sound of laughter. What a profound way to put the phrasing of coping with loss and missing someone, that that empty seat is louder than any laughter at the gathering. Yeah, I think I'm going with Family Portrait and Prequel, but stay tuned. The eccentric Super Dragon released a great album this year, Force to Fourth. I'm thinking about Shut Up, Shut Out, a classic rock sound, but I also really like Welcome to My Hell, very funny, sinister in a goofy way intro. And then there's To You, which has next level rapping. Not sure which meme Tokyo song to pick, or maybe multiple. They're always such an interesting mix of hyper-pop and more down-the-middle pop, I guess you could say. There's Overnight, where I previously described it as AKB48 meets Brave Girls. There's the more Charlie XCX-style hyper-pop on Annie Moray. There's the interesting, almost like Dreamcatcher's Peary instrumental, but repurposed completely, that is in the background of River's End. All very intriguing, that's for sure. They're an acquired taste of a group, but I love their stuff. Not sure which very, very song or songs to pick. They really got experimental for them this year. They branched out into Latin hip-hop influences. The EDM beat really goes off in emotion. They get to show off more of their vocal skill, though, with a great EDM beat in Coming Over. Don't know what I'll pick for, Bull 4, B-O-L 4. Her album is just so lovely. It's like one lawn song, like she's spinning you a bunch of tales, one after the other. It's like a singular listening session, so it's hard to pick. She's just got a beautiful voice throughout. There are some great J-pop albums this year. I'm very torn about which is the best. There's Hittery, their album, has a lot of interesting playing around with drums, grungier, heavy drums on Flight Simulator, more of a light, fun feel to the synth-accompanied drums on some tracks. The rock girl group Wagamama Rakia also just delivered this year. There's also the very, very fun, feisty, uber-dramatic, really well-paced tour de force of a, an eccentric jam. One of my favorite songs of the year, Devil's Gimmick. They've got more kind of sinister whispers and talking, rapping, and interesting drama building, suspenseful pauses and stuff on SWSW. Then there's a lot of fun murmuring before jumping into rapping with Jinx. They prove they can really sing, headbang-worthy songs, and also deliver just eerie whispers and sometimes break into rap. Maria, from one of my favorite J-pop groups ever, Garni Delia, has a new solo album, Moments, with so many chock-full songs. These punchy guitars mixed with, like, computer game noise and a bunch of other sound effects on Long Distance. The pop ballad Heartbreaker is great. The really fast rock star dance party vibe of Galactic Wind. She's got kind of a dance pop vibe on Star Rock. The synths on Think Over definitely remind me of Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. Pixie really impressed me this year. These punk gems like Swan Song and Villain, really impressive. And I'm also impressed by Craxy this year. Their songs have just stepped up 100 times better than anything they released before 2022, frankly. So I don't know which one to pick from them either. Probably Lion and Requiem, but we'll see. My twice bias, Nayan, debuted solo. 
It's instantly iconic, some of her collabs, like the R&B song with Wanstein, Love Countdown, and of course with Felix, I No Problem, but I also really like more of the mature side to her, and her singing about, like, feeling powerful or powerless, how in control she is of her life or not on All or Nothing. I like her light, fun, flirty songs like Pop and Candy Floss, but also the more meaningful stuff too. It was just all around well done. A.T.'s really impressed because a lot of their songs this year were a totally new level of noise music for them, which take time to really decide if you like or not, but they grow on you. Gorilla actually I didn't care for at first. It took some time to grow on me. So that whole trust us, you still love us energy for their newer stuff, I'm kind of digging. So I'll probably put Gorilla on here, but obviously the fan favorite for a reason, Cyberpunk, must be considered. But even like their new Japanese song Paradigm deserves more love. Yes, they deserve more love even though it's not like they're really underrated anymore, but you know what I mean. Extinary Heroes, as I talked about in my Best of November episode, really started to blow me away more than ever with Hello World and Overload. They have such a unique, distinct identity, sonically and just aesthetically. They're really doing their own thing. And I really love that individuality and the rock bangers I really wanted some group to come out with this year. Xmas is their best. That will have to go on here, but debating what else should be the second track I pick. Purple Kiss blew me away this year. Interesting songs with more of a throwback pop sensibility embedded in them. And actually this year, my brother got into K-pop thanks to me more than ever. And so now his Spotify wrapped is three different metal subgenres, hard rock or something like that, and K-pop. And his artist lineup for Spotify wrapped is a bunch of heavy metal rock groups and then Purple Kiss. And his top played songs are like, you know, called things like Demons and Blood and stuff. And then there's Mammoth Purple Kiss, Summer Rain Purple Kiss nerdy Purple Kiss. Very great. Just know that Purple Kiss is a winner for non-K-pop fans too. For J-Hope, I have to pick just one song because he already has one on the list with Rush Hour. So what do I go with? All cool gritty bangers. Safety Zone has lots of special meaning. The Children's Choir in Future is very touching. Arson and more were good choices for singles. I love the message of Equal Sign. But the shimmy shimmy ya sampling for what if is great. So much to love. It's hard to pick a specific song from DPR Ian's album Mido because it's such a concept album. You have to listen to it in order to get the full experience. Taking out individual parts of it just is not the same. But the electronica flourishes in Ribbon are a standout moment. Seraph is also a standout. But every song is just so good. Dust Cells, electronic excellence this year, is hard to pick one from. I love the playful piano in Honey Bee, the rap-like delivery on Rogue, electric guitar riffs in Missing, the crescendo in ID. Crescendo on top of crescendo, really. And then Asaki, spelled 4S4KI, has a great hyperpop album that's hard to choose one favorite from. Love the Mishima Soshi collabs, though, and not just because I interviewed him. Araki has a stellar new rock album. Well, it is rock, but so much EDM too. Very electronic, very fast. The best are probably Gold Tokyo, A New Voice, and Kyushi Isho. 
Key really delivered with house music, club-ready music, runway-ready music, modeling, voguing music. He was giving camp this year, nostalgic dance floor delights, and he was owning it. I think Another Life is a standout. Villain is quirky and fun, but I like Bound too. I'll probably pick Bound in Another Life, but I'm still thinking about it. But this kind of concept, he really shines the most with. Soul and Say are two artists with really just stellar R&B albums this year. For Say, I don't know what I'll pick, but Rocky has to be one of them. With Soul, I'll say probably Daydream and Ore Ore. Both artists in their own ways have smooth R&B, but they also set a different interesting atmosphere. It's very dreamscape scene-setting, atmospheric, conceptual music. It transports the listener for the entirety of the listening session. One OK Rock, excellent new album this year, really great throwback rock sound. Neon, Vandalize, Mad World, Prove, When They Turn the Lights On, so good. When it comes to artists with a very just eclectic, meandering nature to their work, hard to put in a box, storytelling formats, PH1 did a great job with that this year, like with Runaway and Final Bout. And then there's Illboy's new album, which is just Chef's Kiss. Bandmade really impressed me. This J-Rock group, so much more than you think to their music. It's rapid fire rock, but if you take time to look at the lyrics, they have a lot of stirring social commentary to make. Some of it pretty ambiguous, which I love. It's kind of up to you to interpret. It's quite a story their album tells in full, but I do think Influencer was a good call for the title track. J-pop girl group Fakey gave so much of what girl groups, girl group dreams are made of. With Girls Gotta Live, Antidote, New Age. J-Rock girl group Trident did a great job this year. They challenged the social order and what they call rotten preconceived notions on Spoopy. And they have very interesting, distinct guitar playing on Discord. I'll probably pick Spoopy and Discord, but we'll see. I saved this for last because I think it might be number one this year. But I don't know for sure yet, but it's going to be high up there. This song really just inspired me by the way it... Well, I wrote a whole essay about it, that's why. It takes from David Bowie, it takes from the classic nursery rhyme, and makes a classic phrase all their own, incorporates it into their musical storytelling, and made for beautiful, cherishable live memories when they performed it while dancing with fans in the crowd this summer. You know by now... I picked TXT's Thursday's Child Has Far To Go. Stay tuned for more Best of the Year episodes and to my Substack for this final ranking. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope I gave you a ton of great new songs and artists to check out or just revisit and appreciate better. And I'll talk to you all again very soon. Bye, everybody.